welcome to the ABI Online Radio Show, where you're about to hear from industry experts that will share their stories and advice on how you too can learn from their expertise and life's experiences. And now it's time for the next interview, so let's get on with the show. Hi everyone, it's Fred Gillen again, your host on ABI Online Radio, and today I'd like to introduce you to Miles Primrose. Now, Miles is a Melbourne-based mentor and business coach, and he specializes in helping tradies get um, to know their business processes and procedures so they can build their business and turn their business around so that they're making a profit and enjoying life in general. So um, with that, Miles, welcome to the show. I'd just like you to perhaps maybe just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you know who you are, what you do, why you do it, uh, so that listeners can get an understanding of... Um, what you do. Absolutely, Fred. So, yeah, as you said, my name's Miles Primrose and my title, I suppose, my business card, it's got here Australia's Trades and Building Business Mentor. Um, why do I do what I do? You know, everybody talks about purpose and why these days. I believe some people have got a great one and some people haven't got one worked out at all. Mine is to revolutionise the way trades and building business owners do business globally. So I've been working on it for about the last 17 years. So I suppose because uh, the, the show goes out internationally um, for the US viewers in, in Australia, trades are norm or in the US, the, the term contractors is probably more appropriate. And that talks about plumbers and electricians. So, so am I correct in uh, understanding that's the type of target that you, you help? Yeah, look, you're right. Look, in Australia, we talk about trades. Uh, we talk about um, builders, and there are even people that actually come and uh, go through the program with me that are in civil construction. But yes, in other countries, it could be um, contractors. And I've seen a few American shows when they do the Renault shows, and it's interesting both hearing the terms that they call them, and also visually interesting seeing the different. Uh, uh, tools I use are just uh, some are a bit some are a bit more advanced than us, and some are a little bit more behind. But I suppose they all uh, they all get the same result at the end. Yeah, I'm an ex-tradie. I actually started my working life as an electrician. Um, you know, I did the apprenticeship and did all of that. And it's scary sometimes when I watch the US shows in particular, and you see some of the wiring and. Uh, the standards. I know it's only 110 volts over there, but it still gives you a whack if you if you touch it. Absolutely. Look, uh, I'm I'm not a tradesperson myself. Look, I I've worked with um, a lot of people on construction sites from the early 90s from a project management point of view to sort of help large shopping centres get um, opened on time. So um, I've done that since 1993 and one of the there's two reasons I suppose why I went into business for this particular business the first one was because the last proper job I had um, probably close to 20 years ago I got asked to leave so that was a a great problem because a lot of the jobs I had uh, I wasn't somebody that actually fitted into the I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but the Brown Nose Club or the, the, the Man Boys Club where you actually did whatever to get along with your boss. I was probably the opposite and, um, not for the, not for the sake of just 
been um, a pain, but just I stood my ground. If I saw a way that I believed something that needed to be done, that's I would go and do that. And um, I was one of those people that would go and do something and ask for permission later. But the thing is, I, I got the results. Now, because of that, I didn't fit into the mould. Um, I got asked to leave a few times, which is great because you get pushed out and then you uh, you go and look at other opportunities. Now, 20 years ago when I got asked to leave my last job, I was literally driving home on that day and I thought, we well, can do two things. You know, you can be emotional and have a silk or you can um, think about what's next. And I was driving home going past the building site and I actually stopped on the other side of the road and I saw the site and I have a few friends of mine that are trades and builders themselves and it was the old story then that you know they were good on the tools and not very good at the business side of things now when I started there wasn't actually any person or any title as you know a trades business coach or a builder's business coach then and there actually wasn't many uh, as far as workshops around there was workshops for um, maybe buying properties or um some personal development type, type workshops, but there was no real business workshop around then. And I actually I had a vision then of creating the most comprehensive and uh, in-depth business and personal development workshop for trades and builders in Australia. And I suppose technically, even though I don't like using the word coach, I was the first coach for trades and builders in Australia. So um, when I look back at it, I suppose, you know, it actually is the word Innovation, which I didn't even think about then. It was just somewhere I thought, well, I would be really suited to this because I'm very good at helping people build a business financial model. I'm really helping. I love helping people create a clear big picture. And some people actually know where they want to get to, but they don't know how to get there. So the next part was helping people understand how to get there. So they're the three things that I personally help them with. And then um, since then, I've built a team of um, close to 40 specialists that actually take people on the journey to um, building a great business. That, that's actually interesting. So when you, when you say that you've got a team of 40-odd specialists, so, uh, how do you mean? Like, do, So you don't do all the coaching or mentoring yourself? You actually farm that out depending on the, the speciality? Is that, that how that works? Yeah, pretty close. I mean, look... One of the things that I, um, I've always done from a, from a young age is even when I was um, uh, 16 and I started uh, importing clothing and I, was, I wasn't old enough to drive to the Sunday market to go and sell T-shirts and things. So um, I found three um, girls, different girls, um, of 16, they were like 19, 20 and 21, I think, and at that stage. And I'm a young guy, I'm 16, I can't drive, I love cricket, but the way it worked is I imported um, white T-shirts and coloured T-shirts and um, I got the clothing in, found these girls, had a licence, presented themselves well, the best way to say that. They came around to my house on uh, Friday or Saturday morning um, and my mum was a bit perplexed she said Miles there's a girl at the door waiting for you um, I've gone to the door I've given her some clothes she signed a bit of paper and then my mum says there's another girl at the door <laughs> and then there was a third one so to me it was about building a team 
and I didn't even realize what I was doing. I was just, I was just doing this because I didn't have a license. But um, as things progressed, uh, and I got to that stage of working on my vision for helping business owners in the construction industry, I thought, well, what am I really good at? And who else do I need on my team? And so when people go through the workshop, there's two days of money and there's eight people that present on different financial aspects. When they go through the branding and the marketing part, there's over 14 different people. I've broken it down into such small segments. So there's people talking about um, such specialised areas that they're the very, very best uh, there is in Australia. Now, what I would say to people is that um, when they go and get a coach or a mentor or, or a business advisor, make sure they've got a really good team because if they say that they're going to help you with everything one-on-one, um, I'd actually run a mile because we're only, we can only be good at really one or two or possibly three things ourselves. So, yeah, it's about building a... Um, really comprehensive team and uh, backing it up with a really um, structured um, library for them to be able to go through. When I say library, I'm talking about templates um, for each for each category of the workshop because when they, uh, when they come to work on their business, my goal for them is to actually walk away with a system that they can actually implement into their business straight away. So, like I'm, I'm ex-IT as well. Like I moved from the the tradies into IT and into project management. So I'm probably a little bit like you on that front. That I'm very heavily into systems and systemizing things, and you know, putting as much automation into repetitive tasks as we possibly can. So just on your your actual business itself. So do you just do workshops, or do you have online? systems that people can access or is it all one-on-one? How, how do you actually run your business? So from the uh, client's point of view or the prospect's point of view, I mean, when we look at who's out there um, from a potential customer's point of view, we understand there's people that are just starting out and they might not have a lot of money or that they want to take things step by step. We understand there's people that have been in business for you know, two, two to seven years, and they they want to make sure that they set things up properly, and they don't want to make the mistakes that their um, ex boss made or that type of thing. And also, there's people out there that their the business is turning over the, you know, the million to the multi-million dollar businesses, and they've got a different need as well. So, um, people can actually go to our website. They can uh, buy a hardcover copy book that I wrote. It's called The 12 Steps to Building Your Business. Um, there'll be an audio uh, copy of that book up pretty soon. They can uh, buy uh, a version of our business portal. There's a, a free version and there's a, a version that they can actually um, pay for and that's that goes through helping them actually set up their business. It goes through how to design their business the processes, the plan for the next 12 months, um, talks about how they need to set things up from a social responsibility point of view, qualifications, um, talks about the team, the business tools. It lays out a map of their entire business. Um, they can actually 
by a financial system to help them both get educated from a business point of view with money, but also show them the profitability. The reason we built that is that um, we find that there's a lot of quoting tools out there, which I don't actually like the quoting tools, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Is One is I find that a lot of the business owners in the construction industry, they don't have a lot of time to actually go into the detail on how these things work, which some of them are actually, they must have been designed by a geeky, techie person that actually hasn't gone out on the tools much. And So that one is it takes up too much time. The other thing is it actually quotes for a job for a certain amount of time. So most of them don't take into consideration the big picture. And that's one of the things that our financial system does. The other thing is uh, so people can come to a workshop and they can either look at doing a workshop that goes for a day and a half. They can look at a, uh, our main workshop, which goes over between four to six months, depending on what time of the year it is. That's the workshop that actually has got uh, the massive amount of presenters in it. After that, there's a ongoing support program that goes for either a two- or a five-year period. That's for the people that have done that workshop and they want to make sure that, well, I've got all this information now, I've got this network, I want to make sure that I've got guidance and I don't fall off the rails. That's why it's called On Track. And then there's a uh, higher level workshop for the people that are turning over the millions to the $10 million. And that's literally just called the boardroom. And instead of catching up once a month like the previous workshop does, with this one, we catch up about five times a year because it's a different type of mentoring. It's a different type of language, uh, a different process. And they've really got less time, um, but they've possibly got a, uh, a bigger team. And coming up pretty soon, there's going to be an um, online workshop as well because there's some people that uh, physically can't come to us and they actually want to make sure that they get the same offering, but uh, and they're happy to do that from a, from a digital point of view. So, yeah, look, there's quite a few things there for all different businesses at all different stages. Yeah, you, you actually answered my next question there where I was talking about whether I was going to ask whether it was just a physical workshop in a specific location or if you actually, um, you know, have online. But you're on, you're just launching your online one. Is that, is that, do I understand that correctly? Uh, th- that'll be about another uh, three or four months away. But um, it's it's half uh, half built. We want to make sure when it is built, it's actually done to a high standard. So where are your workshops held at the moment? In uh, in Melbourne, we've got a training room about twenty minutes from the from the Melbourne airport. So and look, the we've had people that have uh, for the people that are listening to this in Australia. I mean, we've had people that have flown in from Darwin. Newcastle, from the Gold Coast, from Sydney, uh, from Perth and Adelaide. So it's one of those things that um, the last person that actually flew here, he said the reason he actually flew here is because while there's people that he knows that do coaching and that type of stuff, he said he's never seen anything this in depth and he prefers to actually be in a room with um, other trades and builders. So and these days, the flights are so uh, inexpensive that it makes sense to actually invest a couple of extra hours' time to um, 
to come along and actually work with other people in the industry. Yeah, I tend to agree. Like I, I work heavily on online, but um, there's nothing you know more advantageous than actually sitting in a room with other people because you might have a lot of questions in your head that you ask, but when the people in the room, <coughs> excuse me, when the people in the room actually listen to that, then they get ideas and more questions start getting asked, and everybody learns from it. Absolutely, yes. So, with, um, so have you got a, a, another workshop coming up shortly or, or, or like an introductory type thing that you invite people to to get them into your funnel or, or how does that work? Yes, the next, um, the next one of those we've got is um, on the 17th of May, so after Easter. Um, and that goes from Friday the 17th all day, uh, halfway through uh, Saturday. So the workshops start at 12 past 7 in the morning. They go till about um, 3.30. And yes, that, that's when the next... Uh, that's that's actually called Break the Cycle, that workshop, the one that goes for a day and a half. Now, the reason it's called Break the Cycle is we go through subjects around money, um, around time, around structure, um, and people. And when people come to the workshop, we've got different people at different stages and different stages of their mindset. But I believe everybody's got a certain cycle inside their head which they need to break to actually get to the next level. And... That's why that, uh, that day and a half workshop is actually called Break the Cycle. So do you find any like common issues for, say, somebody starting out, like you'll have an apprentice that maybe a year after he qualifies and decides he's going to go out on his own. Um, and so do you find any common errors that they make initially or something that you'd perhaps give them a, a tip to have a look at, even without attending a workshop, but just something to have a, a, a sticky at to help them along the way? Yeah, look, um, there's two ways I would look at that. There's not so much um, things they're not doing wrong, but I believe when when people actually call up or they've uh, actually made an inquiry and they know that they actually need to change something or do something better, and the things that they are aware of uh, things, the normal problems that you hear about is like bad cash flow, um, I don't have a life, I've got no time, and I feel like the business owns me and I don't own the business. And I understand all those, but there's things before that which actually can improve that, which they actually don't think about. So one of the key things that I help people with and we go through in a workshop is, was really two. One is working out a clear big picture because if you don't actually understand where you would actually like to take your business in absolute clarity, well, then you're going to be unproductive. You That can um, break your confidence and you don't know where to tell your team where, where you're actually taking your business. The other thing also is we'll look at what um, what are you personally passionate about? So there's some people that have a rough idea that they're not crystal clear about that as well. So one of the funny things about that is, um, even though I help people with their business, I actually don't like business plans. So one of the things I do to actually inspire myself and inspire others 
is to create a business plan that's actually based around the things we're passionate about. Because um, I'm sure you know, Fred, um, running your own business yourself at some stage, you might have either done a plan or you haven't done a plan or the, you do the plan, it sits in the drawer and you don't look at it properly. So uh, I'll answer your question by saying, well, work out what you're really passionate about and use it to help you drive your business and create a really a really clear um, big picture to help you drive the long term of your business. So could you give a quick example of that, like of somebody that you know, you'd know you chat to and find out what their passion is uh, and then you use that to encourage them or, or package that around their business? Can you give us a, just a quick example? Uh, I'll give you a recent example of um, the big picture uh, with a couple of trades that I've been helping in the last six months. So there's a an electrician that I started helping around... October last year and he's coming to the workshop with his partner and I'm talking to them on the end of the first day and the start of the second day about the big picture. So when I say that I'm talking about what's the purpose, what's your vision for the business, what's your mission and then we look at their standards. So when I ask people about their purpose and they're in the room and I'll say well why did you go into business? The three answers normally come up. I couldn't work for anybody else. I want to make good money and I want freedom. And I look at them all in the room and then they start laughing. Well, because they don't actually have, a lot of them don't have those things. So, all right, well, we'll move on to the next part. So, in your ultimate form, what's the, what does your business look like in the future? We don't know. That's why we're here. Okay, so, you know, it could be you've got a shop front somewhere, this is what your team looks like, this is what your vehicles look like. So you've got an actual visual representation of your business. And then the third thing I'll say, look, some people get their mission and their purpose mixed up. But to me, your your mission is a um, a clear outcome for your, for your customer. But you cannot work it out yourself. And what I mean by this is I've got a... Uh, a set series of questions that they actually need to go and ask past, present and future customers to actually help them work out what their mission is. And the reason they need to ask their customers is because if they come up with a, a statement and they actually use that for their mission themselves, what they're doing is they're pushing their thoughts onto the market where that might not be what the market wants. The other thing also is when they go and ask these people, they've got to ask enough people so they move away from people using words such as quality or service or um, just the normal plain vanilla 95% words. We want to make sure that they create something that's going to have them unique. And that's one of the goals I have for the people that actually come and do this workshop is to make sure that the people in the workshop actually move into the top 5% of people in the industry. So this person I was working with, um, he came back a couple of weeks later and he showed me some information and he said, I'm stuck on the purpose. I'm not sure what to do, but here's some content for the mission. What do you think? I said, oh, okay. So tell me about the customers you got this information from. And he was reluctant to say anything. He said, so did you ask customers or did this come from you? He said, well, he came from me. I don't have any time to go to customers. He said, right, well, I'm not going to go through it. 
So, uh, and he got quite upset. And I said, well, I'm going to help you in the way that I believe it needs to be done. It's a certain way. And I'm not here to cut any or make any shortcuts. So he got more frustrated and went away. And then um, a few weeks later, he said, look, I've decided I'm going to go overseas and I'm going over with another tradesperson and we're going to help people um, create shelter in a third world country. That's fantastic. It's amazing. Now, I knew in my mind, I could see by the expression of him and um, how he was talking about it, that he was so um, genuine about this and so happy to do this. And I knew that I was 99% there thinking this is going to be his purpose, but he couldn't see that yet. Yep. And just before he went away, I gave him a call and I said, so, okay, well, when you come back, this is what we're going to do and just recap on everything. And I said, so how do you feel about going away? He said, fantastic. I said, could you see yourself doing this once a year? Oh, if it works out, yeah, sure. Okay. So just so your business runs well and you're making money and everything's going in the right direction, could you see yourself doing this without expecting anything back in return? Yes. And I just paused. I didn't say anything. said, oh, right. So this could be the purpose. I said, absolutely. And what he was doing, he was actually... You know, sometimes when you actually focus on something too hard and you don't get the result, yep. you're like, you're trying too hard. And that's what he was doing. Um, and he said, right, okay, great. Well, I said, look, we'll talk about it when you get back. And he came back and I said, so what do you think about our chat? He said, yeah, absolutely. He said, look, I can, I can see myself setting up a, a great business and everything in the workshop's going well and Things are happening a little bit faster than I expected in a great way. So that's what he's going to create his purpose around. Now, after that, it's about the next part for his vision. It's about, well, where's his shop front? What does his team look like and the vehicles? And that's reasonably easy to set up. And now he's just got to do the uh, the next part around his mission, which he hasn't done yet. Um, I'll give you one other example. So there's... Um, few guys doing the workshop and they've all started the workshop at different stages. They're all in, they've either done the workshop or they're doing one or they're doing the next one. Now, when they've got to work on the um, purpose, one of the things I ask them to do is to think about a category. What would be something inside your industry or outside the industry that you would actually like to work on or think about that you'd be happy to work on for the next 10, 15, 20 years, or however long you're in business, it's a, it's an ongoing commitment. And they've all come up with, in different terms, but they've all come up with improving the situation within the building industry around the people side of things. So they want the team to be treated better. They want the team to be respected more. They want to be looked after better. Um, and so... They've all got these categories and they realize, I didn't realize that they've all got the same category. So they're in different workshops and I knew they all had the same category. And then they've come up with their, uh, purpose and the, all their purposes were very similar around creating a certain type of culture. So then I spoke to all of them individually. I said, well, 
you understand my purpose, it's to revolutionise the way trades and building business owners do business globally. Yeah, yeah, we understand that. So, so yours is great around culture. How would you think about working with, and I mentioned the other names of the other people, but I said because they've got a very similar purpose and none of you are competitors, you're all doing different trades. Imagine how powerful it would be if you collaborate and actually work on that jointly. And they were all really excited. I thought, no, that'd be bloody amazing. Let's, let's do that. So I've got these um, group of people that are now working to, together to collaborate to change the culture in the industry. And that, that, to me, it's just going to grow and grow and grow. So uh, that's that's pretty exciting. That's a, that's a massive thing to happen because, I'm, you know, again, from personal experience, like I've worked on building sites and in factories and some of the, the way people treat tradies and uh, on different levels, it, it's and especially young guys, you know, apprentices and so forth. Like, it's, culture's changing now. But uh, when I was doing it, it was atrocious. I mean, I look at some of the things I used to do to some of the young kids now, and I should have been locked up. Yeah, it's, um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I, my goals right at the start when I started this was to actually um, get trades to work together to help each other, and uh, you can achieve so much more if you um, find a way to work together, and that's, it's, funny you mention that because you know when you look at people like business coaches or marketing advisors that type of stuff you go to networking events and a lot of them are actually you've got the fear of missing out that actually don't want to work with another coach or that type of thing um and one of the things with my workshop is one of the clients actually laughed his head off he said he said you're doing you're doing the exact opposite of what those coaches do so what so he said well i was using a coach and he actually made me sign an agreement that while I was working with him, I couldn't work with anybody else. I thought, that's just ridiculous. He's trying to, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he said, in this room, he said, I've met 32 people so far that you've got, you know, working with you to help teach us. He said, yeah. you've gone the exact opposite direction. I said, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, uh, but because it's, Today, it's, it's, it's all about relationships now. It's like, you know, if I pick up a client, if I try and limit that exposure to them to get the tools they need, then I'm doing myself a disservice as well as them. So, you know, it's pretty important that you look after the people and then your reputation flows along with that because you, you're not nervous about getting business. You're just delivering the product at the end, whether that's coaching or whether it's a tradie or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, well, Miles, it's been really good having a chat today. So if people want to find out more about your, you know, your workshops and your, your upcoming online workshops, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, look, there's a, a couple of things they can do. I mean, if, if they're in Australia, they can either pick up the phone. Um, the phone number is 1300-187-233. So which stands for 1300-1-TRADE. Or they can go to, um, there's three social media sites. There's the website, which is business site. So that's S-I-G-H-T dot com dot au. There's a Instagram page, because I know there's some people out there which are a bit more visual. Um, that is Trades and Builders. And for some of the people that are in the industry, if they 
would like to hop onto our supporter page, we've got there's a Facebook group, um, and that's called um, it's the site Trades and Builders as well. So they could uh, hop onto that and actually join that group. I will say though that with that group, it's actually a um, closed group, and the we actually only let people in there that are actually within the building industry because we don't want to be we don't want the people in the group to be spammed by SEO people and uh, marketers and that type of stuff. Um, funnily enough, Fred, if I look at the group now, I can see that you're trying to join. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I dropped out. Yeah, I, I realised that. So that's that's fine. I, I like anything else. I was just going to say. So I bet better not try and join. But <laughs> so yeah, look, yeah. Uh, the the website is pretty comprehensive. Um, I believe in actually being very transparent and showing people what they uh, are potentially going to get. So there's, um, and look, there's even a, uh, a YouTube channel, um, business sites. They can actually follow us on there as well. There's a heap of testimonials from 10 years ago. Uh, yes, there's a few things there for people to have a look at. That's, that's great. So you're using the medium to, to promote yourself and, and help the businesses as well. So that's all, that's all great. Well, as I said, it was, it's magic having um, the chat this morning. Have you, you got any questions that you'd like to ask before we close out the call? Um, not so much questions. I've got a, I've got a comment. Like if there's people that when they hear this, they actually, um, if they just want to find out a little bit more, well, I mean, hop onto that Facebook group. I think that would be a great start. The uh, the business side trades and builders group. Um, there's a heap of people on there that uh, they're helping each other, supporting each other. So, um, and the other thing also is that if some of the people actually, you know, want to do something but they're not ready to hop into a workshop, so go to Amazon, type in Miles Primrose, so Miles with an I, and you'll find the the book on there. You can get the 12 steps to building your business. That's hard copy or um, Kindle, so it's a really good, easy, um, practical book. But whoever reads it, just don't, just don't judge me too much on the um, grammatical <laughs> opportunities that come up in the book. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, I think that's a great way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I stuffed up there. Right. Good. <laughs> All well, right, somebody. Somebody who read it uh, the other day, they said, yes, there's a few mistakes, but the thing is, they said the the flow of how things work is is what they were looking for, and they said it made, made sense to them, so I suppose that's um, that was good to hear. Okay. All right, well, uh, it was it was nice chatting with you this morning, and um, what I'll do is, um, well, uh, people will be listening to this, and they've got a method now to get in touch with you if they want to find out how they can build a trade business, and for anybody overseas... I still think that a lot of the stuff will apply because contractors and trades, whether it's in the UK or the USA or here in Australia, all pretty much do the same thing and need to run the business efficiently with systems and with knowledge. So um, give um, check out Miles' sites and take it from there. Right. Thank you very much, Fred. No problem. Take care. Um,
Just a quick reminder that if you are an expert in your field and you want to share your knowledge, then simply go to our website, radio.abi.com.au, and register your interest. You can also listen to more experts share their stories and expertise at the same address, radio.abi.com.au. Look forward to seeing you there. Take care and have a fantastic day. Music.